Calls to defund the police have echoed through the country, but one town is happy they haven't. Hear how authorities in Illinois were able to abandon their search for a missing girl after finding a huge bass while dredging the bottom of a lake. From the Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm your host Leslie Price, and this is The Topical, a daily podcast that covers the day's most important stories, as determined by a young mysterious mute boy who shows up every day at my cubicle with his eyes rolled back in his head. No one knows where the boy comes from, why his palms move like pools of waves, or if he plans to kill us all in the future. I always scream, what's your purpose, at him, but he never answers. He just hands me the day's topical script and turns into a tree. Anyway, that's what's going on here. More news right after this. Our top story today takes us to Franklin County, Illinois, where authorities have abandoned their search for a missing girl after finding a huge bass while dredging the lake. Franklin County Sheriff Bill McConnell had this to say to the media today. Early this morning, the Franklin County Sheriff's Department began searching for missing 12-year-old Brittany Morrill along the bottom of Wren Lake. At approximately 8.03 a.m., we felt a sudden pull and immediately began reeling in what we believe to be the biggest bass this lake has ever seen. Although we are not 100% sure yet, we feel we can identify the bass as at least a 20-pounder, which would be roughly six pounds more than the one old Donnie Fremont hooked a few summers ago down by the bend. And we all remember how big that son of a bitch was. OPR reporter Remy Berglund has been following this story closely and joins us now. Remy, it sounds like this investigation is at a bit of a standstill, correct? Details are still coming in, Leslie, but I spoke with a few members of the Sheriff Department's search and rescue team, and they all said that once the bass was found and caught, the operation was quickly called to a halt. Here's Sheriff McConnell again. Once something like that happens, you immediately stay right where you are, radio it in, and make sure everyone knows your quadrants so they can stop by for a picture. Otherwise, no one's going to believe you actually caught it. Wow, so they were surprised by this finding too. Well, this is a small community, so they never see bass like this. These types of catches just don't happen here. And how long did it take for them to recover the bass from the end of the line? Search and rescue team member Bree Trogel said she and two sheriff deputies spent a full 20 minutes getting the bass out of the murky waters after the line it was hooked on got wrapped around the boat's engine. Trogel and the two deputies, Phil Gunnier and Stewie Prater, recalled the efforts to a local OPR producer who's on the ground in Franklin County. I've got my sonar goggles on, searching the floor for old what's-her-name, and suddenly the rod on the boat holder starts going crazy. So I chuck my sonar goggles in the water and start working the rod. I'm reeling and reeling and reeling, and this thing's got me running in circles. So I scream at Phil, kill the engine, kill the engine. We got something. I kill the engine and rush over to the edge to start pulling the line up with my bare hands. The next thing you know, all the nearby volunteer search and rescue boats full of Brittany's friends and family start coming towards us to see the sucker for themselves. But that just made the waves ripple, which only helps the fish. So we start screaming at the volunteers to go away! Go away! We're like, get the hell out of here! Move! God damn it, you ain't helping nobody! Eventually, we get all the volunteers to leave the area where Brittany might be, and we pull the bastard to the surface, and I tell you, it took us about a half dozen tries to net the son of a bitch. I had to stun it with the tackle box five times just to get it to stop moving inside the boat. 
It was a real whopper. Wow, it sounds like that bass was a fighter until the end. She was. The authorities said they hadn't seen a bass run them ragged like that since those big trout came through in the summer of 06 that were big enough to eat a cat. Well, what's the status of that area now? Do they believe Bethany could still be there? The sheriff's department said they would return to that part of the lake, but cautioned that the community shouldn't get its hopes up that they'd find another bass the size of the one they landed today. Hmm. Authorities said it was most likely that the other bass heard all the commotion, got wise to it, and moved elsewhere. They fear that spot may be ruined forever. I see. So what's next in this investigation? It's too early to say now, but the authorities I did speak to said the next steps are determining whether or not to mount the fish or clean it up and fry it down at the precinct. Mm, that's good eating. Well, we'll be sure to check back with you on that and on the whereabouts of whatever that girl's name was. That's OBR's Remy Berglund. Back in a moment. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. And just who the fuck do you think you are, barging in here like you own the place asking for more news? Oh, you're a 25 to 34-year-old with disposable income. I am so sorry. Here's what else you need to know today. Congress is taking action to help ease the economic burden of the coronavirus pandemic, passing a new bill today that approves funding for a new 35-mile overpass capable of housing millions of evicted Americans. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi noted that the overpass would include plenty of shelter from the sun and wind, as well as a generous five-foot median to give unhoused Americans a comfortable place to sleep. Speaker Pelosi did add, however, that any lewd behavior or drug use would not be tolerated under the overpass, and that a large portion of the allocated funds Funding would go toward weekly police sweeps of the overpass to ensure compliance. And Charmin is under fire today for a controversial new ad campaign that suggests it wouldn't be a bad idea if everyone started hoarding toilet paper again. Hey, if those Charmin bears tell me to do something, I'm going to do it. But not all animals are as helpful as those ass-wiping bears, which is exactly why Orkin has introduced a new extinction service for eliminating pesky insect and animal species. Might have to give them a call this weekend so they can come out to the house and wipe out whatever genus has been living in my garage for good. And that's it for The Topical Today. I'm Leslie Price. If you enjoyed our story about a missing child who might be dead, you can like and subscribe to The Topical wherever you get your podcast. And it also helps us out if you review the show on Apple Podcast, so you can tell us just how much you like the dead girl story there, too. And don't forget to tune in next week, where we'll have the inspiring story of one local goose who, after years of trying, was finally able to land that coveted spot at the tip of the V. Mm, lucky goose. All that and more next time on The Topical. 